Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club. I am Clinton Scott Timmerman, joined again by... Not Kelly. Not Kelly Christine Tipple. Social security number 531. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know, the prefix of your social security number can let a person know where you were born. I did know that. So, I don't know why or how, but... So, where are we coming to you from... We're coming from the Seattle, Washington area, specifically Bothell. Are we in Bothell, technically, or Mill Creek? I think we're unincorporated in Mill Creek. We are in unincorporated Snohomish County, Washington, home of Chrissy, Teigen, and Methods. <laughs> but it's built up a bunch since then. But no, we are here at... Uh, Patrona. Patrona. It's a brand new Mexican restaurant off the Bothell Everett Highway. Right next to our usual stomping grounds, the Rock Pizzeria, and a dental office, and a senior living center, and all sorts of awesome stuff that could pretty much be anywhere else in Middle America, like suburban America, USA. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, miss, we oh, we still got we got some more of the oh, hey, we're golden. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we uh, we we had some some more of the drink. You don't take a bitch's half drink margarita. Yeah. You just don't. You just don't. Don't don't mess. It's like never rub another man's rhubarb. Don't take a lady's margarita when it's apple. What is, what is the what? Have you not seen the uh, first Batman movie with Michael Keaton? Yeah, I have. Well, Jack Nicholson's Joker goes never rub another man's rhubarb. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's 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 true. But we are. Why are we re- recording tonight? To why record? are we? Well, we just got home from California. We did. And what were we doing? And what were you specifically doing in California? Well, I, was, I was driving I was a rental car children. on the I five <laughs> corridor, notice, noticing how many Denny's exist. It is a, a, a large amount of Denny's between yes, Del Mar. And I guess people in SoCal just need their moons over my hand. And Oceanside. Yes. Speaking of Oceanside, last weekend was the Oceanside 70.3, of which I participated and may or may not have finished, depending on... You did. I have photo documentation. <laughs> but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. So we just barely got back. We got back at 12.30 a.m., on um, Tuesday, technically into Wednesday, and I had to wake up at 5.30 and oh, drive an man. hour and a half to Cleelum and treat patients. And here's spoiler alert. Most people don't like going to the dentist and having dental work, so I had to go drive to see people that hate me. And which I love makes you. me wonder if I should be hating myself. <laughs> but this is not a downer podcast. <laughs> that is what Although that one chick said it was, so... Let's let's keep yeah, it light. Yeah, that's true. Which, light, okay, happy. I do want to say one thing. Huge, huge big thing about that. Like, um, 
Russell Wilson. He's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. We are Seattle Seahawks fans, at least I am. And he is said repeatedly that the separation is in the preparation. And I think part of what maybe I'm hoping for, and even uh, to our listener who was doing the Washington 70.3, she, she said she appreciated the reality of the podcast. But I hope in turn that at least allows her or anyone else to be able to like, okay, this is what they've taken in. This is what they experience and work at it. But honestly, here's the deal. Whatever your, your thing above you is, I'm saying this with zero hyperbole. If it's to climb X mountain, if it's to finish a full Ironman, the separation is in the preparation. If you put forth the work, you would do well. I firmly believe that. And honestly, I even think for the seven, Washington 70.3, uh, I didn't think I was going to finish that bike course. And I was able to shave an hour off my initial time from doing the course a few weeks before. So uh, I definitely don't mean for any of this to be discouragement, even if I talk about my particular failures. Hopefully, maybe a, a, a nugget for someone else to learn from. I mean, nobody likes a negative Nelly, but at the same time, like, honest, I, I prefer honesty. I, the worst thing in the entire fucking world is either saying that something is super easy when it's not, or if you're on like mile 15 of a marathon and people say you're almost done. Like those two things. Very true. <laughs> not cool. Although I also wondered, <laughs> I made this comment to Kelly, uh, the, the uh, I, uh, Oceanside 70.3, it's a two looper. I'm like, it really sucks when you're on your first loop. And I think other people think you're on their second loop. Like, you're almost there, brah. Three miles to go. I'm in a mile six, so I have more than three miles. But thank you. Yeah, I appreciate. See, your you're feedback. nice. You say thank you. I would be flipping everybody I off, gotta, and then I'd have to loop again and see him again. Right. And right. then I'd have to like just moot him, and then you know probably get kicked off the course for right. Nudity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I guess along those lines, I had even somebody in dental school like I didn't study, and that was easy. It was great. And you go to take this Fuck test you. that you didn't study, and you're like. What the hell? This is this is like that did not help me at all. But if someone's like, "Hey, man, this is like uh, uh, someone that maybe was a year ahead of me," like, "Yeah, uh, you you're going to want to do X, Y, Z. This is a challenge. Make sure you cover this. Do that, and then you'll be fine." Like, hey, it's a little bit rather than just so. We're we're that person. We're the person doing the thing. We're just trying to tell it to you straight. Exactly, and then you do you, boo. Pollyanna, if you're looking for Pollyanna, not it. Go read Pollyanna or go listen to the other guys. Although I feel like most of the other guys are also kind of real realistic, but probably in better shape. So maybe, right? <laughs> maybe that's the thing. So back to Oceanside. Oceanside, 70.3. So we decided to bring the kids on this one. We did. We did. My hope where as I started to date Kelly and, you know, Kelly comes with two wonderful children was I don't want... And we all live together in sin. <laughs> Wait, uh, all of us? Wait, are the kids out doing crack or something? No, no, we're not married. Oh, we're not. It's true. I thought the kids are sinning. I'm like, what are the kids doing how they're sinning? But no. Um, yes, very true. But my whole thought was like, hey, I don't want, I don't want it to be. My, my hope is not to like, oh, doing triathlons excludes me from the family. Hey, can we do this as an inclusive thing? 
Um, and I signed up for this two years ago, obviously pre-COVID. Right. And we've already taken them to a couple of things. They, they went to New York we had New for York. New York Triathlon, and then they went to the um, Washington. And then your mom yeah. did the Washington 70.3. It's very true. And so my, my hope, um, one, is to expose them to this. And if they say this blows, okay, leave them exposed to this. Because I know at Oceanside, they had a kid's race on that Friday, a kid's race of a half mile and a mile. You know, essentially, it's the final stretch to the shoot that they're doing. And just at least they can get some exposure to this. And so my hope was, hey, if we go down, we can still do some fun stuff. We'll look around San Diego. We'll look around Del Mar where we stayed. We'll look around Oceanside. And then, yes, I, I do need hope, you know, some support and a... Very early 4 a.m. ride to the start line on that Saturday. And then afterward, let's go to Great Wolf Lodge. Let's go to Disneyland. I'll reward the kids for supporting me. So that's that's that was my intent with the trip rather than just saying, Kelly, I'm going to leave for... It would have been much shorter. You know, I would, I'm going to leave for three days and go to this Ironman. Um, and I think... And the kids were stoked. They they were excited They were stoked. I know that times they're like, well, can Clint just go do this by himself? Or do we have to do this? Uh, but they still did it. Yes. And but, they still were so, very happy with the... At least the Disneyland part, I think. So, absolutely. Uh, which would, would you call it a success, Kelly? I... Absolutely. And, and you know, we showed up. We got in very early because we took a very early flight. We took a 6 a.m. flight out of Seattle on Wednesday. No, th- sorry, Thursday morning. Yes, very early. We had to get up at four. And luckily, our hotel let us check in when we got yes. there. And then we took day one and went down to San Diego, which really was our only kind of down day. Um, so we went to Old Town. Old Town, San Diego. We took a hop on, hop off bus, which was <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done normally, but. My son has cerebral palsy and he can't walk long distances. So it was actually great for seeing a lot of things in so, not a long time. Whenever I go to a new town, I usually like to go on the hop on, hop off bus and, and do at least one loop where I don't get off because you get to see the hit, like the top two are spots. But then choose. Narrated. And then you get to hear, yeah. And then, like, okay, I want to spend a little more time here. You hop on, uh, you know, or hop off there. And then you're done. You hop on again, go to this stop. So, yeah. I'm, I'm usually all about it. We got off of Coronado. Yes, because I had to go to the Hotel Dell because I'm obsessed with haunted hotels. Still didn't see a ghost, but, you know. It is amazing. <laughs> it's a beautiful hotel. I'd like to see there someday. Yeah, come when to find out that's where Some Like a Hot was filmed. Hey. It's very. It was a good show. You haven't seen it yet. You no. need to. Marilyn Monroe, Jack, Jack Lemon. Lemon. Love it. And uh, not Gene Autry. Goodness gracious, I am blanking on the Gene other person. Gene Wilder? You know, maybe, I, I don't know, Gene Simmons. Uh, <laughs> not Gene Simmons. But it's worth watching. Richard if Simmons. Coronado is worth going to. Oh, for sure. So we do that on the Thursday. Next day, pack and pick up, drop off of the bike. Yes. And you know what? You have gotten this down. Anybody who travels with a triathlon bike knows the breakdown is, and the put back together is quite hard. This guy, I was impressed this time, Timberman. It was getting me a little hot. Well, thank you. Usually I'm stressed as hell. Yeah, no, you got Throwing it down out, to the science. You, breaking down a bike and putting it back together. That's something you gave to the bike shop. That was not he the grew up rich. You're not taking out your derailleur off the frame. You're not 
One, I didn't even have arrow bars, so yeah. And there's a gazillion little things to be mindful of, so I was happy this time. Actually, this time I put it together. No, this time you did I, it really I quick. I did not have a bike check-in that I went to. I just went to the start line, and it performed. Yeah. Sweetness performed like she needed to. That's my bike's name. My trusty steed. Yeah, so uh, bike check-in, pack and pick-up, and... Iron Man Village was an actual Iron Man Village. Last couple of times we've gone, I don't know if it was COVID or what, but the village has been shit. Yeah. Uh, so we actually yeah. bought stuff because there's stuff to buy. Although it was <laughs> a very weird check-in because you went mm. far away, when I say far away, you know, a quarter mile, but down the stairs and by the pier to go get your actual packet. But to get your actual bag and then to go to Iron Man Village was up the stairs and a block away. And shall we mention the parking situation? What, the coins? The, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, Oceanside. So, so Oceanside is still... I policemen that I saw at Vyman Village. They have meters where you actually have to have coins. What? No credit cards. No credit cards. No, no mobile app. mobile app. No nothing. You have to conjure up some coins. And we ran into this on race day. Several people who were scrounging... <laughs> I ended up giving a mom two bucks because she's like, I don't know what to do. She had two, a double stroller with little babies in so it. So here's the deal. Before we go to Oceanside, Bring stop by an arcade, do the whole put your 20 in and hit change and go and it's just cash so out. weird to me. Do you think it's just to keep people from parking? My, my theory on this is they have permits for the residents that are local. And everybody else can get a ticket and they don't And everybody else can get a ticket and that's how they make money. Yeah. No, that, it makes that's, sense. That's, that's my thing. I mean, it's cheap as shit. Like, two bucks. And actually, we found a parking, like, not a garage, but a parking lot. And that was two bucks for all day. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> so, but I've heard in Southern California, they now have a technology. You know, if you go to a meter and it's like, oh, good, it's got 30 minutes left. I've got 30 minutes paid for, and I'm only going to be here for 20, so you can park and leave. They now have something where I think you still have to put a coin in, but they will know when you left, so the other person still has to put money in. Oh, that's bullshit. Tell me that technology so, is not about making money. We actually lucked out because we had no change, not even in the bottom of my purse, and so we were just going to... Eat the ticket. Who has coins? I barely have cash. But we found a, a meter where somebody had left and it still had 40 minutes on it. So that was just enough time to Lucky us. get packet pickup and do the things. Do what we need to. Yeah. And what I've done the last, um, well, at least the last two 70.3s I've done is done the check-in packet pickup at the same time as bike drop-off. Which honestly, it would be actually kind of great if you could... I would check in two days ahead of time if it could also do my bike drop-off then. Because the shitty thing about when you do your packet pickup and check-in on the day before is that a lot of... St- maybe you want to get that sweet-ass, like, zip-up that says, you know, Oceanside or whatever. They'll sell out. And so, um, unless you plan on going two days in a row, which I've done before, um, you're, you might sell out of things as far as, like, you know, paraphernalia and whatnot. So it'd be cool if you could just do everything, set it, forget it, and then take that last day and stretch, sleep, whatever you need to, not to stress about the race. Um, but I, I don't uh, make the rules for these things. No, but I do like that 70.3 now gives you the waterproof bags. 
It's true. You're collecting them quickly. We're used to getting like all the the set the man. What do you get the 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 blue bike, the red run, the black. Wait, what the shit is the black? There's a black oh, bag. Oh, your, uh, your special needs bag? The special needs bag is orange, and there's the white boarding of, and then black's the for fun. I'm trying to think what the black is. But anyway, we're used to getting all the different plastic bags that you put things into, and you put it in different spots, which the thing I do like well, about that- Well, in pools, usually you, you get, get like more a room, backpack. And it does force you, like, hey, I've got my run gear there. I've got my bike gear here. Because maybe you're more likely to forget it with a 70.3. But to Kelly's point, you do get this pretty sweet waterproof bag that goes great on boats. And you have a boat adventure coming up that we need to nail down and you need to start training for. A boat for. adventure? Yeah. We well, are a sailing. Swimming, a swimming adventure oh, that's going we to are, include We are boats. taking the boat and I'm swimming to Hawaii? Where are we? Where? Through Hawaii. The channels. The, the cha- okay, the cha- well, you haven't gone to... Kelly, I'm still trying to process uh, the 70.3. This is true. But the channels, yes. But actually, you know what's going to get me through the channels? But all these bags are going to come the in bags. handy. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'll have all these Iron Man bags. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, at the very I'm like, Kelly, I don't think I can make this last channel swim. And you'll pull a piece of pizza and some cocaine out of one of my 70.3 bags. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to get cocaine. Yeah, I'm so lame. And then you'll toss it, and I'll be like, thanks, Iron Man, and I'll make it. Now I need to figure out how to get cocaine, just because I'm so lame that I've never... Where do you go? I don't know. Do you go online? Back alley? Dark web? Craigslist? You know, maybe it's a good thing we don't know. I was going to say, if any of you know, let us know, but we know this is all just Kelly's dad listening. <laughs> <laughs> you might know. I don't know. Probably. You did grow up in the- <laughs> That's irrelevant. <laughs> All right. So, uh, drop stuff off. Picked up what you needed. Yes. Bought a t-shirt with your name on it. And a cowbell. Because we said a flag. flag. With my name on it. <laughs> the man collects flags. Many, But it had many names. Not just mine. You don't go to these things and it's like, Iron Man 70.3, Ashley Smith. You know, it's got everyone's name yes. on it. Yes, to find yours. Special. Yeah, the kids were excited to find yours too. Um, that's about where Jack's enthusiasm left after we yes. after we left they, the They elected village. not to do the half mile run. Although they seemed on the fence about it, which I was kind of proud of that. True, true. We didn't cap. Well, we tried to capitalize, but then once we left, they were just. Ready they were done, and a- honestly, after all of our errands and stuff, it didn't make sense to go back and, yeah, and yeah, do that. True, so true. So we ate at Jack's that night, got your steak and potatoes. Do you Jake's. still... Oh, Jake, sorry. Yes. Um. So and do I, you... By the way, the idea for the baked potato and steak I got from Crushing Iron Podcast. Great podcast to listen to for all sorts of Iron Man advice. Check and are you still doubling down on that like did it still set well and you know it is a really good balance between protein and carbs and fat absorption of those carbs and whatnot um what cracks me up is that my 12 year old now thinks that he is no longer a child in need of a kid's menu so he also ordered the steak and potatoes oh that was we had those in texas too i'll just get the steak now, at the time we were in Texas, it was like a $50 steak. Well, this one was, what, 43 Oh, and then he <laughs> ate, well, actually in Texas, he ate it all. This one, he ate part of it. He didn't eat the shrimp that came with it. He Nor didn't the eat potatoes. 
And another thing too, he'll he'll tell the the waitress, "I'm an adult. I don't need the kids' menu." And then they won't give it to him. And then I'll look over at his sister's menu, like, "Hey, uh, Alice, I need to I need to see your menu. I don't I don't I don't want this other weird stuff. I just want the chicken nuggets." So he's in that transition zone of yeah. I'm twelve. I'm proud to be twelve. I'm twelve, but now I order forty-three dollars. Order so. So both of you had a great meal. Yes. And then we tried to go to bed early. We, we, we did tried. You sleep? Did a, you sleep at all? A little bit. It always sucks because by the time you fall asleep and then you wake up a few times in the middle of the night, like, oh my, did I oversleep? Did I overdo it? I even was waking up for you. Uh, but no, I had the alarm set and then um, we were able to get the, my regular pre, pre-game meal, which is usually, I think, an oatmeal, a banana, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I try to shy away from orange juice because the acidity usually does my stomach in. So I'll do like a lime juice or something along that. Because uh, lime juice is not acidic at all. It's just different. Than okay. Juice. Hey, just whatever it. whatever works for you. Probably because it's diluted with water and tons of sugar. True. So I really need to find something different. Maybe just Gatorade or water. I don't try to do too much. Can- like, I don't do coffee early because then I'm just going to be in the bathroom and <laughs> urinating more than I need to. But no one needs that. But we did that, and uh, the got kids the weren't kids up. not too enthusiastic. But hey, we got up and we did the 20, 25 minute drive. You dropped me off mm-hmm. there at Oceanside, and then I was able to get to the finish or finish line, the start line. The very finish. early, you got there very early. Yeah, I had over an hour and a half. But honestly, by the time I got stretched out, you checked out this and that. It was still a good amount of time. And this time I wore a new... Um, and where we dropped you off was actually kind of far from the start line. I'm, I, you know what? I'm just getting used to this now. Well, and Ironman Oceanside. Like we, we will drop you off at you, Riverside. Right. Good luck. I feel like, like we could have gotten you way closer, but there was like the cops there and... They barricaded. Just, they, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. It, now, soon I'm just going to get my own jetpack. <laughs> I'm just going to jetpack to <laughs> these rad. transition areas. So... Yeah, I, I got there and I actually have a, a brand new, um, they say don't do new stuff game day or race day, which I agree. In fact, the new tri-suit I got from Roka did not fit, so I have to send that back. But my sleeveless, what I, I still have my, my, my tri-suit that has sleeves, I put underneath my sleeveless wetsuit um, for Bextera, but that's what I was wearing um, and then it took forever for you to get in the water. So I dropped him off, took the kids back to the hotel. So all the way back to Del Mar. Because I didn't know what to do. Like, we couldn't get close. Although you said that families were there. It was interesting. We were on the beach and there were tons of people. Like, the, there was no partition from the public to the actual participants. So, yeah, spectators, everybody's intermediate. And what's everybody's hard there. is when you're not from the area, you don't know. And so when we dropped you off, like, yeah, you what, yeah. half mile away, and they weren't even letting us in the, the barricades with a car. Yeah, so you would have like, known, like, well, I if would, I just go park, then I can just walk to the beach, and they won't care. I just thought we'd be care. in the fucking car for an hour and a half. Yeah, and then, no one wants that. But what you missed out is we were, like, three days removed from the bomb rain cyclone, the bomb cyclone that people may have heard about that hit the West Coast. Which I feel like didn't do anything. It didn't do much in Seattle, but I guess in California, I guess at this very beach a few days ahead of time, they had some of the biggest waves they had in 40 years. Mm. It was less than that, but we're all sitting there this morning. It was foggy. It was overcast. 
We didn't start, they didn't even start, the, the pros were supposed to start at um, 640, and the age groupers were sort of, sort of 650. They didn't start the pros to almost 7, it seemed like. Maybe you didn't get in the water that. till when. And these waves were huge. So we're looking, we're looking, and even here other people were like, wait, we're entering this? Really? Is this, <laughs> this how it's going? And uh, even the announcer, he was like, hey, I would like to say that the water is going to get more calm, but it won't. So this is what we're going to enter. So get ready, swimmers. So like you got and it's kidding. freezing. No, that's, it's that's another thing I discovered, too. Very, very cold. So you said it took your breath so away. Just remember, California is not Hawaii. Hawaii has cold water, too. You have to go to like, the Caribbean. Nor is it Mexico, nor is it... Anywhere along the equator. That's why you see people surfing in California with wetsuits. So, yeah, as it got brighter, the, the you know, you see the pros go first. You're like, holy crap, looks like they're swimming into a, uh, like a shipwreck. <laughs> and then they're, you're going, you're going, and then it came time for me. And sure enough, I stepped in, and, yeah, it was cold. And I got the whole, like, panicky and, like, the tight chest. Well, I'm going, I'm trying to run through the waves, run through the waves. Okay, when should I swim? And then when I decided to finally swim, boom, wave comes. And I get sent back like in a cartwheel. Son of a bitch. And you get back like, okay, well, that was counterproductive. And you go and you're just trying to get. So how they have this course, you go out and you have a red. The first buoy is a red buoy. And you turn right. So hit the buoy, turn right. And then it's a matter of just trying to go. At least you're past like the big waves by the shore. And then you get, you get past the jetty. And then you turn into the marina. But what's really interesting, for some reason, when I visualized this course i thought you go like oh past the pier and you turn and come back from the pier no you go past the jetty and then you turn into the marina and then you go by like so gross all the boats in the so harbor gross. we walked by it the day and before the... and it was like the oil slick and there were like people who had been fishing they're like yeah. throwing stingrays right. back and you know I've, I've so i grew up boating with my dad and everything there's always somebody that like i don't want to pump up my septic tank and then just open it right dead in there and well, I don't think I swam through that, hopefully. But, yeah, we just going and going and going. I was hoping to finish around 40, 42 minutes. Swim time around 46 or so. Oh, Got- real quick. What's funny about that? Because I'm like, well, they have to test the water quality um, before a race. Like, a, it's a sanctioned race. They have to. But... It doesn't say from where. So my guess is they're testing that fucking water oh, from where you, entered? where you enter. Not the marina. Because that mar- there's no way that would pass. No way. Anywho, but you took antibiotics true. from a di- for a different thing. Ah, yes. So you're fine. I, I, actually, it's, it's interesting. Is I, I, I guess I forgot to mention this. I rolled my ankle oh, gosh, the Sunday before. Yeah. I got into a, uh, I, I bit it on an electric scooter, and then I got a bug bite. He has that the day after the, uh, the Ironman Oceanside got huge. I got an, it got infected. I got a fever. I got everything. So I went on antibiotics. Huge like grapefruit, huge on his ass. It, it was it was cray cray, disgusting. And honestly, all three of those things that I thought were going to affect my race didn't. No, I sucked for other reasons, not for those reasons. <laughs> But to Kelly's point, you've been going the antibiotic, and I've taken my Hepe shot, so I'm good. All right, good. so you get out of the nasty water. Get out of the nasty water, and here's the one thing that's, um, you know, I'll just say it, frustrating, but I get it, I think. Um, when you come out of the, 
when you you come out of the end uh, the end part of the swim. Are you say the end zone? <laughs> when I come into the end zone, before I, I go through the goalpost. No, when you when you get finish the swim, I'm I'm ten feet from my bike. My bike is right at the very uh, entrance, or actually, I guess I'd say exit for the bike out. But the, you have to go way down to the end of transition. They got it partitioned, and when I looked back at it on you know on my Garmin, it was about 0.4 miles. Um, so you have to go way down to come way back up. I did not get to my bike and my transition gear until minute four in my transition. And then the other thing that's kind of really lame right now still is there are no wetsuit strippers. So you still have to try to take your wetsuit by yourself, get it, you know, take that But you off. saw that one of the professionals, the guy who won, he was in transition for, what, two minutes and... I don't get these people. Like, 50 seconds or what something crazy? The shit? Do, they, do they have those breakaway swims? You know how, like, <laughs> have you seen, like, basketball, like, jumpsuits? Breakaway pants? And yeah. I'm, I'm still... Actually, honestly, I'm still amazed. I'm amazed by everybody that excels at these things. Yes, the guy that won... Incredible transition times. We're talking a couple minutes. We're talking five minute miles on the run. The, the, these people to me are deities. They they are incredible. So utmost respect to them because everything I'm going to bitch and moan about today, they kicked ass at. So so T one, you did what? Twelve minutes, fifty it seconds. Was a Twelve minute transition. Uh, eight minutes of which of me actually being at my bike. So. Um, and I guess some people go... Here's one thing I've learned recently. Some people go without any socks on the bike and let their feet dry out and they wear socks on the run. I might try that in a practice session because I I wear compression socks, but they're so thin. And he wears compression socks over his well, regular a, They're socks. so thin that when I wear them with my running shoes, I get blisters. So I try to dry my feet and I put regular running socks on and then I put the compression socks. Those aren't regular running socks. You have like the mid calf. Okay, I got mid calf Costco athletic like, yeah, socks. Yeah, like yes. thick socks. They're thick for the cushion. Well, I, I'm not cushion for the poo pooing your cushion. So I do that, but it takes me more time to, to do that, which my thought was, well, it'll take me less time on the transition for the run, right? Maybe, You're already on, maybe not. totally. Yeah. No, guess what? Uh, spoiler alert. I still uh, usually end up with just soaking wet feet. Yeah. So maybe I need to try this other. Uh, do you notice you're soaking wet feet though? Because I feel like no. I after the race, I notice. Also it. a sweater, so I have soaking wet feet just in my jaw. Yeah, no, it's when I'm done, and I'm like, oh wow, my my feet look like, you know, they remember those little things you'd get as a kid where like it's a lobster and you, you put in a bowl for a week and now it's a instead of Usually a two inch lobster dinosaurs. it's 12 inches yeah. yeah that's what my feet feel like when i'm done gotcha um so anyway finish that transition get the bike and here's one thing about the bike too and i don't know if this is the podcast for it but i i, I want to talk maybe here maybe some other time of what makes a good course because I heard from a really good friend of mine. You've heard from Michael V. Carlos in this podcast. Other people, it's a great course. Oceanside, it's it's wonderful. I don't know quite know what that means, but you know what it usually doesn't mean to me is 2,600 2, feet, feet of vertical feet gain, of gain. Of which includes a big-ass hill that a lot of people just fall down on going up. So when I, I, I had it quite... Usually I'm a stickler just looking at course, you know, reviewing and re-reviewing the course 
this one kind of you just on heard me. that it was they a got, good yeah, course like, what the hell what, what's going on here so you start i knew about mile 25 there's gonna be a big ass hill so i'm going i'm not feeling great but i'm still above 16 miles an hour that is my magical number if i can average at the very least 16 miles an hour i'll know that even if i just struggle and suck ass in the run which i usually will i'm i'm gonna finish i'm gonna be okay so I'm like doing okay, doing okay. You go in and out of Camp Pendleton, and then you go back into Camp Pendleton, and you're going up, and then you see this hill come up. Sure Which enough, is kind of like, cool because you're not allowed to go. You're not allowed to go. Yeah, so no, you get we access. had special privileges. Yes. Um, but when we got to the hill that it, you know I knew was coming up, you're just like, holy crap! That that's got that's the hill. And what happened is I saw the people walking. And then I saw the people tr- like not walking, but when you go so slow and you, you have to kind of veer to your left and you veer to your right to try to get some momentum, they were then hitting other people's bikes and they were falling That's over. That's wild. So then they Don't got on a walk. So I got to the point I was so slow that I finally was just like, okay, I'm going to walk. I've not walked on any race I've done on the bike. And so, but let me tell you, uh, it happened not once, but twice where I got off and just walked the hill. Hey, you did it. But what also sucked is, so when you're a Chungus or a Clydesdale, I guess is the technical term. Chungus is Alice's term, right? Well, it's from Bugs Bunny. It's like a fat Bugs Bunny. But um, you may take some time going up the hill, but then you can make up for it going down the hill. Well, there's a particular hill, which I guess somebody died on. They didn't take the turn right. Wait, what? On this course? Yes. Whoa. So on from mile 37 to 39, there's a big downhill. And they, they say, look, if you go above 25 miles an hour, you'll be disqualified. They give you a, like a speedometer at the beginning and the end. But you know how fast you're going in the middle unless you have your speedometer. Like if you have an, a, like a speedometer reading with you. I didn't Did bring you say that this speedometer? time. Speedometer? Speedometer? Yeah, speed. Well, you said speedometer. Speedometer. You say speedometer. Yes. Okay. I say speedometer. I say speedometer. I got that for my mom, and I also got the word bag for my mom, who had Canadian roots and Spokane. So, but you know what? Continue on. We're from the same hometown, and you say soda, and I say pop. This right? is true. How does that work? I'm cool. Anyway, my speedometer that I did not have with me. Um, I so I just had to ride the brakes where I could be making up time down this hill, and you go, and there are still several other hills to go up and over, and then you finally, finally get out of it. It's the last ten miles where you're hitting the headwind, and I, I knew that I read about the headwind, so I'm just trying to be in my arrow bars as best I can, and then I, it, for me, the longest time is like just just get to the, like get to back to transition. Don't even think about the run because, of course, you're 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 trying to embrace the suck, but you're like, I'm just sucking. I don't want to be doing this anymore. I'm not performing as well as I have in other races, you know, other seventy point threes. Even you try not to get in your head too much. But um, I got back to the transition. What's really weird? The last point five miles. You know what I told you about? Why you you know from the swim, I had to kind of go way the hell down, the back up. You then ride your bike, but there's all these curves. So the last 0.5 miles, you're like riding your bike, going by other bikes. Okay, like this is very odd. And you get to the very end of the bike, so you get off your bike, and then you have to escort your bike 
all the way back up that half mile to where your uh, transition is, you know, where you hang your bike and get in your bike or your uh, run gear. It's got my shoes on, get your bike belt. And we got to see you a mile, like, two of the bike. You don't remember seeing us, but I have a picture to prove it. I do not. I, in fact, here's what's funny. I thought I, I thought I passed you, like, you know, meter 500 leaving the bike. And then after, I was like, oh, wait, I, was that Jack saying go Clint? Going to find out it was not. It was not. Um, so, yes, you did see me then. But you guys did see me right out of the run start. Yes. So, yeah. as a spectator, it is hard parking Oceanside. And if you have children, especially one that can't walk very far, it was a struggle. But my suggestion is is find a spot, stick with the spot that's a central location to all the transitions, and just hang out there. We did not do that. We that's true. Done and that. Then, again, that was the advantage of Washington. Everything was because right all the transitions, the finish line, everything was in one central location. So transportation getting there was tough. So. Getting into other places in the course is difficult. But, anywho, I take off. You're like, how you doing? You know, I had a chance to, to give Alice a high five. I'm like, uh, not good. And you're just like, one foot in front of the other, go. Oh, and then what's funny is I was like, remember you pay for this shit. And there was a, I'm assuming, professional athlete. Cause he was done eating food, going to get his bike. And he walked by and he was laughing because he heard me. And he was like, yep, we all do. Yeah, it's true. Now, you, you did make a comment, and to me, I took it differently than I think a bystander may or may not have taken it. You go, hey, keep going. There are several people behind you. Now, what that means to me is, you say, you say this to me, not be like, hey, you're doing better than people. No. You no. are letting me know. You're not DFL. Because, right. Because you feel like they're about to tell you to stop the race. Everybody else is at yeah. mile eight of the run, and you finished this bike so poorly. You seemed really defeated, and I didn't right. want you to think you're about to get cut off. That was that, my only intention. Hundred percent. So that's how I took it, and that's ex- and I knew exactly what you meant by that. And it, as I got to going, I'm like, I bet someone else would be like, oh, well, why is the carrier? If, no, he's at the back of the pack. Why yeah, is the no, 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 no. All and 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 honestly, that is comfort me. If you're like, hey, look. Other people are in your boat, too. Other people are coming off the bike. Other people are on the run. Yeah. It's okay. Just go. That's what you're trying to get me to do. Yes. So, if you ever hear anybody say, hey, you know, there's people behind you. Keep going. They're not trying to be like, you're better than all these other people. (laughs) They're they're 100% just trying to get them to go. Yeah. Um, No, and we stuck around and cheered on the people behind. Oh, 100%. I, I I literally went and had a chance to. I wanted to hug. I don't know if I can do that with with COVID. Other people that f- that finished with me, and so it, it's when when you're at the back of the pack, that's not being being better than other people is not on your mind. Well, I did stick my foot in my mouth again later on, but we'll get there. Oh, okay. Well, so I start going. My brisk pace of fourteen to fifteen mile an hour minutes. Which, looking at the video that uh, you've taken of me, like looks like Granny power walking through the, the no, mall. No, your, your stride was good. I've seen you power walk. I, no, I, no, that's your, that's your how stride I, was good. Goodness gracious! But you know, you just got to go one foot on the your other. Your is fine. And a lot of people are like, "Hey, this is this run course is hillier than you expect." 
Yeah, and they say like power walk up the steep incline. So sure enough, you you take off from the uh, the transition, you kind of go down to the beach street, you go to the pier. But yeah, sure enough, you get to the pier and it's a steep ramp up one way and steep ramp the other. Damn. Don't run that. Um, unless unless you're yawn, you're trying to PR, right, right. Doing but your yeah, thing. You, you power walk up that and you go up and over. And then you come down to the beach, and then you go, and then guess what? You go up again. So there's still some ups and downs, ebbs and flows. And then I, so I was just doing my best to try to jog, you know, when I say jog, run, but I'm running of where I would lazily jog. And you just, yeah, you try to get through the neighborhoods, you get down, and it ended up being... The turnaround you're thinking are going to be around like, oh, five or six, but you kind of go up and around. It's closer to like almost seven and change. And then you know, oh, shoot, you got to go do the whole thing again. And like I mentioned earlier, and like, be like, oh, man, you're almost there. Good job. And like, I'm on my first lap. I'm on the first lap. Yeah, you definitely look defeated the first lap. It, true. Well, I probably look defeated the whole time. Um, but when I turned around, you know, and then it gets to be when you're chunking, like, just get to this point, just get to this point, just get to this point. And, um, around mile eight or nine, I just felt like vomiting. And it really sucks when you get to the point where your body's like, I'm hungry. I need nourishment. And your stomach is like, I will vomit if you give me anything else. Yeah. And I will admit, I, I'm. I know I did a crap job of nutrition on the bike, and I knew I did a crap job of... Well, actually, honestly, I'll say the Ironman, when you get... I do like how they have the, the aid station set up roughly every mile, and they have it for those like water, Gatorade, Red Bull, food, and then Gatorade, water as you go out. Um, but I was already probably behind... Before Behind, I even got to the yeah. run. So I tried to eat what I could, drink what I could. I would like to get Michael back on and yes. have just a nutrition episode. I think that would be really beneficial. Because he's been, well, he's been doing this decades now mm-hmm. and he's really gotten it down. And, and, it, like, and it differs for everyone, but really, like, I feel like the rules of the road as far as nutrition are probably the same for everybody as far as, like, well, it doesn't honestly, matter what Michael, you t- he, he, He's faster than me, or like by an hour faster than me, total. Um, but he's got the whole thing where like, hey, electrical tape your goos. And when you rip them off, the, the top comes off. You take your goo. I saw other people on the bike like, hey, if you lick the cliff blocks, they Sounds stick to really your frame. Gross, but- oh, wow. Okay. That, that, it, like, so you realize that like, there are these tricks of the trade tricks of the trade that yeah. honestly can make a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. So yes, we'll get Michael back on. Um... So I was you know, just trying to press on. I get down and around, and I've, I've been, actually I've had a couple races where either either I just knew I wasn't going to finish, or someone told me, "Hey, you're done." And I'd made the decision, even if I'm not going to finish in time, I'm going to finish this race, even if they break everything down and the closing shoot's gone. It's just me, Kelly, Jack, and Alice. I'm going to finish this race. That was the decision I had made. And Which so is I, the sweetest thing ever. Well, I, I, I kind of wanted that to be an example. And I knew, okay, it's one thing when you have kids watching. And it kind of led me... I don't know if we have time to go completely into this story right now. But 
there was a, a, a class I took in undergrad, and I was sure I failed. I didn't look at the grade, and I retook the class, and then got an okay grade, but when I look back on it, I didn't get that bad of a grade fail. to begin yeah. with. So you took the... And so when I, and I was just like, I'm going to finish, and someone else said, are we going to go finish? Like, I've heard that just, we're going to go... And we're going to finish, and then we'll reconcile later. And I'm like, you know what? Do your best. Look at where your time is and go. Now, what's interesting, when I, when I did the turnaround, it was about mile 10. I did overhear one volunteer tell the other, are you going to tell them? And he's like, well, I guess they can keep going. So I thought that meant I didn't make it. Okay. Well, then I get to almost mile 12, and there's a volunteer with a stopwatch, but she's like, hey, you can make this. You will you, you just go. And at that point, I was I went from 14 mi- minute miles to 15 minute miles to 16. And let me tell you, at mile 12, somehow I was Popeye eating the spinach. Yeah, for sure. I all of a sudden went to 11 mi- mile, you know, 11 minute, 15 second minute miles, and I'm just going. You go down, you know, you get down to the beach, and then I can see the Athletic Brewing Company finish line shoot. And I don't know what's propelling me. It was just, just, just go. Just go, go. Even if you go and you vomit at the finish line, which would be awesome if they could get a photo of me vomiting as I cross the finish line. So I go, but as I get there, you get till 8.30. It was 8.22 and change. And I get there. Congratulations. Well, and we were at the finish. We had been at the finish line for quite some time. And uh, the announcer was like, who still has you know people out there? And he was like, they have until four o'clock. And so, at least in my mind, that told me, you have until right. four o'clock to finish. That's what I thought, too. So I got there. Hey, congratulations. You get the shitty hat. You get the, real bad. the, real, the medallion. Real bad. And, you know, you see other people in the course with you. You And, like, it was like, hey, lady who wore no shoes. Holy crap. This is How amazing. do we find her? Who we, the we need to find fuck her. does an Iron Man with no shoes? Uh, she does, apparently. If you think about it, no shoes for the swim. I got to think she wore shoes for the bike. But then no Did shoes for the run. Did you get her name? I bet I can look her up. I can bet I can look her no up. So, no shoe lady, Oceanside. No shoes lady. Hey, we've had beach cruiser bike lady. We need no shoes lady. We just need the shtick people. What's exactly. your shtick? Exactly. Exactly. So we were congratulating everybody. The thing is, though, is that my official Ironman time on the app was eight, you know, eight hours thirty six minutes. But then the finishing time, you know, almost eight hours was eight twenty two forty eight. Twenty two, yeah. So I don't know, but honestly, if it's if it's if I, I wrote Ironman, I'm like, eh, I'm just curious about this again. I'm not trying to win money or anything. I still did the course. I feel good about it. Even if yeah. they say, hey, it's eight eight hours, 36 minutes. I'm okay with that. But I really am. we're still putting the picture up of you finishing where it's right. says... Yeah, we, we posted that. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be like, by the way, we need that medal we gave you back. Um, I'm feeling okay. And, and I asked Kelly, I'm like, okay, is this a lesson in perseverance or lack of preparation? And you're like, well, maybe a combination of the two. Because from the Washington 70.3 to the Oceanside 70.3, like, you know, went to Germany for for you know for work and did this and did work that. and fun. What's mostly that? fun. Said work and fun, mostly fun. Okay, Kelly apparently doesn't take my job seriously. 
I'm an author for dental economics, and I went to go to the by. Bi- annual major trade show. Of course I had fun. I'm not saying that fun is a bad thing. I didn't go to Ibiza to go to a rave for a week. Of course not. No, no, but yes, you've been traveling a ton. Let me put it this way. If this dental event was not happening, I would not have been going. Totally. So I went there to go write articles and then, I tried to run along the Rhine. I just, I, and then I had another dental conference to go to. And then um, also CM weekend. Sam weekend, things like that. Now, I try, I did try to fit, like, when I went to the dental conference in Scottsdale, they do have a really cool thing called the Splash and Dash. So I did a 1,500-meter run Which with a 3.1 mil... Uh, Scott. Scott from the um, Seattle Triathlete Group. Actually, I'd love to get Scott on this. Um, I've noticed they have several of these... That, like, that's a really good waypoint. If they could have kind of, like, a little mini triathlon events to kind of keep you going keep you loose and while, while, while you're training goosey. for these things. I think that'd be great. Um, but anyway, I, I was just, I was still just happy to just finish. And then I knew at that point, Hey, we got Disneyland. We got great wolf lodge. You were amazing. And you were a trooper and the kids were super stoked to see you finish. And I feel like, um, Regardless of like Jack was a little, you know, lackluster the whole time, but I do feel like he did plant the seeds. And um, Alice asked to run a 5k with Lexi and and oh, well, Lexi's good. mom. So, well, my whole and, and we didn't discover when we were at Great Wolf Lodge on the uh body surfing machine, Jack was able to get on that. And, oh my god, he was and amazing! He did very, very well. He was incredible. Okay, so I, I just need to paint the picture. So this yes. child has cerebral palsy. He's one side affected. So his left side works perfectly. The right side, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it the left side has to tell the right side a lot of time. He, he does mirroring and Google that if you don't know what that is. Um, but. Even if you look at his legs, his left leg is about double the size of his right leg. So, it's not exactly coordinated, nor does he have a lot of um, endurance. Um, But you go to the Great Wolf Lodge, and they have this, like, body surfing thing. And Mm -hmm. this fucker, I was so scared, so scared. We waited in line so long, and I was so scared that he wouldn't be able to do it at all. I thought it was going to be a disaster. Because if you fall off, which a lot of people do, it, it, it like, ships you up and over into this old trough. And you have to hold it on both sides. So he had to have his right side to be able to hold it. He was not able to hold it when he was up high and, like, dumping down on his belly. But then they put him in, like, midway. And... I, All of a sudden, this kid, the biggest smile I've ever seen him give, he's able to go left, right, and they get a person there, like, stick his arms out, put both elbows in, and your hands Again, under your chin Again, grown-ass men. You're like, what? And he's going up and down. Shooting off I'm in like, the back. I feel like I'm watching Kelly Slater in his it early was the weirdest, body morning right? days. <laughs> and, and then he was able to, and usually a lot of people go until they fall off. No, he went to the, you know... You go, they, you go, and they you kicked decide. him off, and then finally he's done. Like, holy crap! That was that was in a huge accomplishment. <laughs> so, if it wasn't the point five miles in Oceanside, maybe it's the body surfing that they have in uh, Anaheim, which they do not have at the Great Wolf Lodge in Washington, or maybe he discovered something that he 
maybe wants to pursue more. So so Uh, that was really cool. But I have to go back to picking up your bike. So Clint is on the run, and we decide to pick up his bike. And uh, they let us in, do the things, and some poor guy, I'm, I have all your stuff, and he's taking forever to rack his bike. He's just getting done with the bike. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm taking forever. And I was like, oh, no, you're having a worse day than I am. Oh. Who says that? Kelly. What I meant was, I'm not even doing this. Like, clearly, you're going through all the things. Man, how long had I been in the run for? A bit. I mean, we were picking up so your the, bike. We're, we're, I'm guessing, did this guy even do the run? He probably didn't. I don't even know. Do but it's, I didn't help. Yeah. It's tough. And in case this isn't clear, that was the... That was the craziest swim I've had on any full half Olympic, whatever you want to call it. That was, it was the worst time you've ever had. That was the craziest ass swim I've ever had. Yeah. And that was a very, very difficult bike course. And honestly, when I was on the course, if I didn't hear people bitching about the swim, they were bitching about the bike. I heard people bitching about all the things because I saw all the people yeah, who were finishing. So it, it was so, and honestly, anybody who just, and this is my honest opinion with any of these athletic events, anybody that put any foot forward to start this thing, kudos to you. You, you went out oh, and you absolutely. tried it. So, okay, maybe this guy, it was his aqua bike. He did the swim, he did the bike, he, he did it, was able to do the run. You know what? That guy's awesome. Yes. For um, sure. Kudos to him. And and I want to say, I also want to say, like, being a spectator coming into this, the cool thing was, the like, where the finish was, was was the most awesome end of Ironman I've ever seen. Like, there, it, yeah, you're it's by the pier, naturally you're on the beach. set up for there's vendors. There's yeah. the logos that say Ocean Size 7. And there's, like, shave ice and ice cream and hot dogs and all the things. Like, that was that was the coolest, like, end of race I've ever seen. Um, I also want to say, though, that it was the least amount of spectators I've ever seen. Like, really? just there for the course. There's a shit ton of people down at the finish line. But I think that those are just naturally there for the beach. Like, all, you know, oh. you know what I mean? Or was it, there, were there enough people like, look, I put coins in the meter, actual coins. I only had four of them. I'm just sticking around. I'm not going to go out to this bike course that's be in Marine Base anyway. Maybe. I'm going to wait right here. I'm going to wait Maybe. here. Maybe. But I, I, just, I felt bad doing. for the athletes because I, 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 it just seemed like there weren't a lot of spectators along the course. I did appreciate not as it wasn't as much as Maryland and other courses, but a lot of the people in the run, you get the people that live in this house there in the garage. Hey, let me spray you with water. Let me get my garden hose. Yeah, it's always so cool when Yeah, when you get the locals that embrace rather than being like Yeah my lawn like Yeah, you you you, right, right. Like I can't drive down this road. Rather like, hey, we're gonna park here, and l- w- what do you need? Do you need some water? Do you need this and that? So that part was really cool. So Kelly. So moral of the story: Would you do this again? You know, what? I think I would. 
I know I know what to expect. Hopefully, I will have some more consistent. Would you take the kids? Sorry, workouts. Your you know, workouts for it. I mean, maybe the water's calmer. Maybe whatever. Um, honestly, I'm learning though on these Ironman courses. There's always a trade-off. If it's not one thing, it's another. Maybe the swims. You go with the current and it's easy, and then you get this headwind. Yeah, it's next time funny. maybe the ocean's calmer, but then it's going to rain on the bike. And maybe you know it's just uh, you just have to be prepared for all these things. But um, this yeah, is funny. I mean, like I, I there's think I would and honestly, whenever you're bitching them on into the race, even I was telling myself, give myself a few days to digest this because well, even that night you're like, I'm not doing Cosmo. Yeah, that's the only other thing. I'm trying to figure that I'm still scared as hell for. <laughs> and that's news for a different podcast, maybe. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I would like to have a podcast maybe before the next event that we do of what makes a good course because I've heard people like, oh my God, this is a great course. You need to do this course. This course is the course of all Well, courses. you're never going to make everybody happy. No, and that's what I, I realized... We need to break down what makes is is it is it a fast course? I think we should get a panel. Are we get there, a panel. Let's get a panel. Let's get a panel. Well, to make it because I'm just curious because maybe it's because I've heard Ironman Wisconsin like there's a grandstand where you can watch the entire swim from your seat. That's cool. And then you can cheer people from downtown. Like, yeah, what what makes a good course? Is it a PR? You're gonna break a PR? Is it you go to this mountain range? Is it you get to see Camp Pendleton, which you can't see unless you're a Marine. I'm sure it's as different as humans are. It's true. It's true. But we'll, we'll try to narrow why it not down. everybody thinks glitter is the greatest movie oh, of all Jesus time. Lottery scenes of the Mormon. Ah. So, would you do this again? Yes. And, and would you take kids? Again. They, no, they, they still, at the end of the day, I don't think they were in... They weren't enthused. They weren't as happy. It did put a little pressure on me. Like, okay. I think it's important because you do, like, usually it is one person doing the race and then the family is there. And so it's important that, you know, parents, whether the mom or the dad is with but the kids. I, I, at least I felt like we did a good job of, okay, we got there Thursday. Let's go see some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, next, I got to go check in. Let's check in and then we can go do this stuff. I was trying to balance that. And should we talk about your hooker at the bar? You know, Kelly, all she was doing was giving me some some goo gels that were not available in the area and then helped carry me to the finish sure. line. So, sure. yeah, that's also another podcast. Yes. Hookers, um, where so- do they come in for <laughs> racing? <laughs> so we did, we did talk about, like, do we bring the kids back to, some, you know, this thing? And it, I feel like Alice really stepped up and Jack had a hard time, but um, I I do feel like maybe one and one, if that's possible. But I, It is different when it's just us with Jack or just us with Alice. But I do think that it's really important if you're a family like ours that you keep exposing the kids to this cool stuff, you know? Otherwise, at least for Jack and Alice and probably most of your kids out there, they're just going to watch YouTube all day. We're going to get some weirdo playing some weird game, talking for eight to ten hours straight. 
So I think if you can break that cycle and at least show them that other things exist, even if they're like, I don't want to do that. But hey, there are these people that for some reason jump in the water and ride a bike and then go run around. Maybe they'll just know there's some, there's life outside of <laughs> we should, Roblox. We should have the kids do a uh, like YouTube channel about us, like narrating yeah, what sure. they think okay. about what we do. I'm sure this is oh how my it god, goes. these assholes! So I'm sitting there just watching <laughs> Dan TDM. He's doing and Roblox, then old man. And then they force me to go. Force me, and they watch, and like he jumps in some like disgusting lake and he goes in a circle and then he rides a bike in a circle and then he runs so and then long. all he does is complain about how tough it was <laughs> and then we go get milkshakes and then they're glad to be done well if you're glad to be done why did Why'd you, you do, do it, it in the first place anyway let me go back to youtube yes we need to get the kids perspective another panel another panel at least the panel okay two. put a pin in this because i feel like it's an idea like a good one that is a good idea <laughs> But right. again, even if that's their perspective, I think it's still good for them to see. All right, we're on borrowed time here. We are on borrowed time, but thank you so much for listening. I would love any feedback for one or both of you. You can get me, reach me at Clinton at mymidnightclub.com or Kelly at notkelly at mymidnightclub.com. Also, our Facebook page that we need to update more, My Midnight Club, or... Our Instagram? Instagram page at My Midnight Club. Or Thick Athletes. Thick Athletes. It's it's a thing. It's happening. Check it out. Check out Thick Athletes when you're bored with Thick Officers. Ah. So, on behalf of Clinton Timberman, which is me, actually, and Not, Not Kelly, Kelly. Tipple, thanks for listening. Till next time. Bum, 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 bum,